Hello, my lovely humans. How are we doing today? It's still me, still Lily. I'm struggle bussing through today. You don't even want to know why. Okay, pause. Mm. I just had the first sip of coffee. There is nothing quite like it. Unpause. So glad you were here for that. All right, let's get into it. You guys, yesterday, if you listened to yesterday's episode, I got into the Golden Globes moment of Selena gossiping with Taylor and Kelly Teller at the Golden Globes about the hypothetical situation that could have occurred that we don't know if it did occur, uh, occur of Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet, who are look like they're dating. Um, the alleged situation that Selena Gomez went over to the pair, asked Timothy for a picture, and J- Kylie Jenner was like, no, hypothetically this happened. I can't tell you if this did happen. I don't know. But this is what is happening. And based on the lip reading of the gossip session at Taylor's Golden Globes table, this is what happened. Well, jump to yesterday, okay? Timothy and his sister, I think it was his sister or a family member or someone, a friend, were caught in Beverly Hills accidentally by a paparazzi who was waiting for somebody else. And this paparazzi chases Timothy down, is like asking him questions. I watched the video. Some of the headlines coming out because of this video are like, Timothy shuts down rumors. I'm like, he never said no that didn't happen so I'm so confused by some of these headlines like it really does tell you that like newspapers magazines online what they just take it and like say whatever the heck they want I don't know how they're not getting in trouble more for that like it blows my mind but like not once does he say no that never happened that's not true at all he doesn't say that which I'm like why wouldn't you I get it that Timothy Chalamet is like I'm an actor I don't speak to paparazzi like I'm an actor I'm not a personality I'm an actor I'm not going to speak to the paparazzi and I'm sure he's had the Kris Jenner media training shut up until I tell you to say something moment I'm sure he's gotten the whole spiel I'm sure there's even an NDA in place. There's probably a re- he probably couldn't say anything if he wanted to without their blessing because there probably is. I think if you date anyone you ha- in that family, you have to sign an NDA. So I'm guessing. I'm assuming so. I know to even I, I'm assuming. If they were smart, I think they would do that. Anyway, so I'm sure he couldn't speak to it even if he wanted to. But you didn't shut it down. And you would think if it was false rumors, you would just shut them down because these rumors really are running amok over here. Like they're they're all over the Internet and the Internet has not given up on this. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know. But what I will say is he didn't turn. He didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. He didn't say it never happened. So quite frankly, the PR move probably would have been to be like, Timothy, go get caught out in the middle of nowhere by accident and say to a paparazzi, that's absolutely false. People will say anything. And then it would go away. It would go away. That would be a headline for like 24 hours and then it would go away. But they didn't. Or it could be that they liked the headlines. They, 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 maybe they needed Kylie to have a moment, like just to be in the press. Who knows? I don't know. I do know that sometimes, like I've heard theories that like, the Kardashian-Jenner clan will like 
let someone else run in the headlines more than another sister or family member. So because there's actually something going on, they don't want to come to light. So they kind of like use it as they, they're very strategic about it. I don't know how you would do that, but I'm sure where there's a will, there's a way. But yeah, I've I've heard I've heard that's what the, how they operate. And honestly, good, good for them. They got a system going up more power to them. Okay, so that's that's that. All right. On that's the update on that situation. If more unfolds, you will hear it here first. You guys, have you been following Tunnel Lady on TikTok? Are you on Tunnel TikTok? I ended up on it the other day, and this has been going on for a while, and I just discovered it. And I am so confused, you guys. There. So for those who don't know, there is this woman. We don't know 100% where she is, but it's like rumored to be like somewhere in the Northeast United States, okay? And she started like a year ago building a tunnel under her house, like under, under, like under the basement level, like, like she's tunneling. And when asked why she was doing this, I think the most common thing she just told everyone was just she was building a shelter. She was just expanding and it's meant to be, I think what she was saying was she hopes it to be 30 feet long, but I think what she has surmised, it will be 10 feet long and she's tunneling. She is tunneling. She's not an engineer. She works in IT and she is, she, she's got all those tools that you use on a construction site. She's gone rogue. Like this is the definition of going rogue with a home project. Um, I could never, I would have, I would have absolutely not. I would have looked at the price of one power tool and been like, absolutely not. She is calling this her hobby. She said it's the most expensive hobby she's ever had. No kidding. This is, this is, thou- I'm sure she's tens of thousands of dollars in the hole pun intended like some of the tools you see her using I'm like girl that must have set you back that must have set you back her name is Kayla she's not an engineer girlfriend doesn't know what she's doing but she's figuring it she's like DIYing this whole thing she's also had like like the most obviously like you're DIYing it like it's like me with a hot glue gun my fingers will get stuck together Okay, this hasn't been without accidents either. Okay, like there was a fire in this tunnel. Okay, her caused by one of her power drills, a, a spark like started a fire. Then she then it started flooding because she obviously got so deep. She's at like there's water coming in. She's draining the water. You would think some water would stop you if you're like, oh my god, I found what? No, no. She's draining the water. She got herself a pump off Amazon. All right. She's draining that. She's DIYing the pump so it works with dirty water and doesn't suck up rocks like she she legit. When I tell you this is a scrapbook of a tunnel, she is scrapbooking this tunnel, people. Okay, like grandma's basement scrapbook level. I have no words and she's so confident in what she's doing like if you go watch any of her videos just just search tunnel girl and it will come up tunnel lady and it is just so wild to me how confident and assured she is and oh there was also like she's getting um readings of nuclear radon in the tunnel 
I'm like, so, and also you see videos of her in there. She's not wearing a mask all the time. Like, I am not an engineer or, like, even have anything close to, like, any type of science engineer. I can, I, nothing to do with the land type of education. But I'm guessing if you're chipping away at rock, dust, mud, dirt, anything in the earth, wouldn't you need to be wearing a mask because wouldn't that couldn't that dust from like chipping away with like that big like drill thing that you put your hands on and goes into the ground couldn't that cause like all kinds of things to go into your lungs because it it makes it so micro in the air and the dust couldn't you die from that and she does not wear a mask all the time in these videos when she's doing this stuff. I swear to God. Like, couldn't you? Couldn't that be like a serious health thing? Like, I, I don't know. Someone let me know because that doesn't look good when I'm like, girl, like, what are you like? At least put some goggles on. Like, sometimes she does and then sometimes she doesn't. I'm like, wow, it's really like how you're feeling that day, isn't it? Um, So I don't know what the plan is here. She's got she's got pools of water in this tunnel it's not going well, in my opinion. I think in her opinion, it's going amazingly. However, here's the kicker. Her, this is what everyone on TikTok was like, what about her neighbors? And then there was this one journalist on TikTok who was like, I'm going to call the neighbors. Like, I'm going to launch an investigation. Oh, you guys, my co-host is back. Karma, do you have anything to say to the people this morning? Mmm, very suspicious behavior. She is not a fan of Tunnel Girl tunnel lady she's not supporting this movement she thinks that tunnels are not safe nor should be used unless it's karma stop it now okay back to the point at hand so anyway so anyway there was this, this journalist who was like I'm gonna call the neighbors up most of them people who have migrated to the states Spanish-speaking people this was the, what this journalist said and so um, a lot of them didn't really say anything, but they all she, she said that she spoke to them and they didn't know that this was happening. They didn't know this was going on. But obviously they've been hearing like it's basically c- complete sound pollution on this neighborhood block on her neighbor's area because it's can you imagine constant drilling and at bad hours too because she works this girl tunnel lady works a nine to five so this is like an after hours weekend hobby so this is not looking good in terms of like sleeping as as their neighbors like they're they're not getting any rest I can imagine so anyway these neighbors were like we had no idea uh, we're not going to do anything about it because like, we don't, we don't want any, I, I think it's just that mentality of like, we don't want any trouble. And, um, then they're also saying that they're concerned about a sinkhole. Now I'm not an engineer, but I can see that being a reasonable fear. I can see that being a reasonable fear. Um, you know, I know an engineer, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him legit if this, I'm going to send him the TikToks and ask if this would be a sinkhole problem. He would know. I'm going to get back to you on this, you guys. So I don't know. I feel like the sinkhole thing is viable and everyone should be concerned. I do know one of the more recent videos I saw, she was getting contacted by the city. So I don't know if she's actually been shut down or if it was fake or if it was real or if the city has, I mean, 
th these videos are gone viral. Like, if the city hasn't found out about it, that's on them. Like, you should be paying more attention to the news. Like, this girl, I'm sure people have filed complaints. Like, the internet is no quiet place either. So, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's definitely a moment where we're all going to look at this in a few months and go, yeah, like, if she kept going and wasn't stopped... This would have ended badly. Honestly, not even a sinkhole situation. She could get seriously hurt. It looks like she lives alone. Like, you could get seriously hurt doing some of the things she's doing with no knowledge of of any, like, infrastructure. Of, like, how, how are you building a tunnel and, like, the roof isn't collapsing? How are we sure that... You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. I don't understand how we're chill about that. I don't understand how we're cool about that. I need answers. I'm going to talk to an engineer for us because I, ha I have questions. I have questions. Okay, moving on. You guys, Mean Girls, the musical is premiering. Prem wow, you think I'd be able to say that word? Premiering. Premiering? Prem whatever the word is. Jeez Louise. It's coming out this Friday, y'all. At least I think it is from what I remember. So I saw the red carpet. Lindsay Lohan was there. Lindsay Lohan, if you're a millennial like me, like she's just an OG. Like we don't care what she's done. Like we don't care. Like she's always going to be an OG. She's always going to be a bit of an icon. And honestly, I have complete respect for that woman. And I'm like, yeah, like she had some horrible, like people treated her horribly. Like she is an icon. Pop off, Lindsay. I'm here for it. She's a baby now. She's living life. She's loving life. She's doing her and I'm here for it. And she looked amazing on the red carpet. Here is what I have to say about Mean Girls the musical. I love that. I'm thank God Tina Fey was a part of it. Uh, love Renee Rapp. If you don't know who she is, give it a Google. She's an icon. She was actually in the musical on Broadway of Mean Girls. And now is, I think she's playing Regina George in Mean Girls the musical, the movie this that's coming out. Here's what I will say. I hope they do really well at the box office. I hope it performs really well. I feel like we're coming back into our box office era, like from Barbie and Oppenheimer and the honestly, the Taylor Swift movie, like we're uh, the heiress tour, like we're coming back, I think, into going to the movies and it being wildly popular and an event and something to do um, because I feel like it really was tanking for a long time. Here's the thing. This could very easily be a complete flop and I'm praying to God it is not. They have really packed some influencers into the cast cameos for moments so I'm wondering how this reads I think it's really going to depend if the music is a pop like if it is a bop like if the music of this movie and let me be clear they have not advertised this as a musical at all it has been very heavily advertised just as a movie because I think they think they'll alienate a whole cat like demographic if it is like advertised as a musical, which maybe that's smart marketing. I don't know. But I think a lot of people are going to go watch it and be like, oh, I didn't know this was a musical. So honestly, we'll see what happens. I hope it does really well. Like I really do. Like I feel like this was very heavily female produced. I hope it comes out and people love it. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to go watch it this weekend and I'm excited. I really hope I got the, it's either this weekend or next week. I really hope I got it right. No, it's got to be this weekend. They just had the premiere. 
oh, whatever, Google it. Google it in your area near you. I'm sure it comes out in different places at different times. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. And I hope it does well and I will let you know my thoughts because obviously Mean Girls came out when I was, honestly, I couldn't tell you how old I was when it came out, but I remember being a child. I watched it, had the DVD. Like it's a, it's a, it's an iconic staple in I think definitely millennials lives. Like it's just, it was so well done. It was so well written and it hadn't been done before. So let's see how it, I never saw the Broadway musical Mean Girls. Never saw it. Um, so this will be a whole new, I don't know if it takes on the same music. I don't know if there's an adaption thing there. I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out and I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. You guys, we're going to do a run from men segment. I didn't do one yesterday because we had run from cats because my cat is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Isn't that right? Karma Cornelia. She does not want, like, now that I'm podcasting in an area where she is, she does not want to leave me alone. This cat has serious attachment issues. If I sit down with this microphone, she needs to sit on the computer or on the recorder. And I'm like, that does not work for the people. Doesn't work for my friends if you do that, Karma. We once recorded a whole episode and I didn't realize she had turned off the recorder. Yeah, I'm talking about you, ma'am. No treats for you. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'll give you treats. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, moving on. You don't want to hear me talk to my cat. Okay, run from men segment. This is the crime segment where I talk about a crime that most likely has been committed by a man or we know it to be committed by a man because let's be real, in 2024, we just need to run from men. Why are y'all committing so many crimes? What is going on with you guys? Okay, we're going to take a... This is in the current... uh, This is in the current news cycle going around and I wasn't going to do this at karma don't you dare step on the laptop I wasn't going to do this one and then I saw it and I was like oh my god this just goes to show like no matter how much time passes we can still solve crimes that were committed way back in the day like before I was even born (laughs) isn't that wild I think that's incredible I think it's sad that it takes so long but like Better late than never. Honestly, in my opinion, better late than never. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Colonial Parkway murders. And I'm just going to jump in. There's like a big resolution on this. Okay, so I am going to just give you a little situation on what happened. If you don't know, the Colonial Parkway murders were murders of at least eight people along the Colonial Parkway, which is in the southeast of Virginia. And it, these murders... No, karma. Ma'am. Ma'am. Don't you dare. She was trying to sit on me on the computer. It's not going to work. Okay, so these murders were com- were committed between 1986 and 1989. Before I was even born, okay? Before I was even born. And, and these murders, some of them have just been, I don't know if solved is the right word, but like we'll get into it. The Colonial Parkway is a 22-mile stretch that cuts through the Colonial National Historical Park and connects to Jamestown, Williamsburg. This stretches of road are devoid of street lamps. Um, I think that there's a lot of trees that create a lot of darkness along these roads, and they're very isolated. And let's just say back in the day, it made this, for this reason, it made it very popular for people to go 
hang out there and hang out with <laughs> the guy or gal they they liked. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. Now, in each incident of these murders, it was a young couple in a vehicle that was targeted and killed. Now, I don't know if you've seen if you watch Criminal Minds, but they actually did a Criminal Minds uh, episode based on this. A couple, actually. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave that there. Fun fact: there are three pairs of victims that were recovered, and another couple that remains missing, but they're presumed presumed obviously murdered. There have been several other murders that have been tentatively linked to the these these four cases like maybe they they're from the same committed by the same person and but we they can't they can't confirm that the causes of death include strangulation being shot and being stabbed this is a weird thing like the killer drove the victims vehicles away from the murder sites but also, you got to remember the linking of these four crimes is circumstantial. So, like, there's not 100% a way to say these are all linked. Okay, so this is the update. A dead fisherman has been identified as the suspect in three of these cold cases. Okay, so his name of this, this suspect is Alan Wade Wilmer Sr. And he was identified by forensic evidence for the 1987 double murder of David Knobling, who was 20 at the time, and Robin Edwards, who was 14, in the Isle of Wight County. And the 1989 murder of Teresa Lynn Spow Howell. She was 29, in the city of Hampton. Wilmer died in 2017, okay, in Lancaster County, Virginia. And he was 63 at the time. So he's been dead since 2017, but he was never convicted of any crime. His DNA was not in the system. So it took until now and having these cases left open to identify him as a suspect in these cases. On Monday of this past week, Virginia State Police said a new look at the case led the Virginia Department of Forensic Science to positively link Wilmer three of these murders after he was found to be a genetic match to evidence found on the victims investigators said that they legally obtained his DNA after his death he was never a convicted felon and therefore he was never in any legal database until now here's what I have a question about you don't just if somebody dies you don't just randomly take their DNA and put it in a forensic system, right? You have to suspect them of something to then go, oh, that guy died. Cool. Can we get his DNA? So the, he must have been a suspect prior to his death. Or he must have been a suspect. Maybe he became a suspect after his death. New evidence came to light. And they were like, where is that guy? Let's go find him. And then they found out he was dead. But don't you have to take DNA pretty freshly off a body? Like you can't get, can you get DNA off a body that's like in the ground decomposed in a coffin? Well, I'm sure you could, right? I'm sure there's a way to do that. Well, I don't know. You see, I'm not a forensic anthropologist. I'm not a forensic scientist. So I don't know the comings and goings of this. I would be interested if anyone did. But basically, there were the... Colonial Parkway murders and then there were other isolated murders in this on this same parkway right one of the Colonial Parkway murders one of the couples is part of this 
this new evidence. They had, there's some DNA link to Wilmer. And then there's another isolated murder in this same area that was an, one individual and DNA has been linked to her too from Wilmer. So the other cases remain open and clearly they can't link him to those. However, I will say it seems like they had prior information about this individual or a tip that came close to or soon after his death that led them to retrieve his DNA. I guarantee you this has been an ongoing investigation for a long time. I'm sure they wanted to look into if he worked alone, if he worked with someone, because you wouldn't want to release evidence like, oh, hey, we found evidence connected to this guy immediately after you can confirm it. If you believe that, one, he didn't act alone, two, maybe someone took over the murders, like they happened over a period of time. I think also he was a fisherman. And from what I can tell, the best way to get rid of a body is if you're going to dispose it in a large body of water. So there were people, like I said before, that were never found but presumed dead, a couple missing. There's a chance he took them and he threw them in the water. I will say that if he's been linked to one couple and another individual in this area, it's more than likely he was responsible, involved with, or had knowledge of the other murders. However, that's all speculation until you can prove it. So I don't know. I hope that if there's any witnesses, if there's anyone who knows something, like these happened so long ago, but like our parents, our grandparents, like I feel like back in the day, no, if there was a string of murders going on, like you, you, there wasn't the level of safety you can get now from technology, from honestly, like home security, like the relying on, I'm not saying that you can rely on the police. It definitely depends on where you live, but like you, you, I think there was a different level of fear back then. Because there was a different level of resources, right? So maybe your parents, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, maybe they know something and never said something. And I definitely think cold cases rely on people coming forward after the fact. And we have no, like, if you know something, say something. If you know something, say something. I'm pretty sure this case is being handled by the FBI now. But I can tell you. One second. Yeah, call the FBI. Contact the FBI by calling 1-800-CALL-FBI. Or you can just submit a tip on their website. Like, if you know something, say something. These families have to live with the fact that they have no idea what happened to their loved ones. And now in 2024, they're just now hearing, yeah, there's a suspect, but he's dead. So the closure is great. But at the same time, like, there were other people whose lives were taken and have not been linked to this individual so if you if you saw something if you know something if you heard something it doesn't matter how insignificant it is you're not going to get in trouble for informing the the FBI of something you know you just say hey I know this do with it what you will but I know this here you go that you're not going to get in trouble for that unless you're lying don't waste their time like I don't know why we're not coming forward in 2024 if we know something we need to say something quite frankly so anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. This blew my mind. I hope that for these victims that this Wilmer man has become a suspect in, it gives you a bit of 
peace and ending. I know what it's like to never have answers and it sits with you your entire life. And it's one of those things you eventually learn to live with. But it's like no one should learn. No one should have to learn to live with no answers on the death of a loved one. No one should have to live with that. Like you already have to deal with them being gone. And so I just feel so strongly about that. Anyway, that's the man we're running from this week. But you know what? We don't really have to run from him because he is no longer with us. And I'll leave it at that. Anyway, you guys, tomorrow is our niche episode. Um, I'm excited because I'm going to have a guest on and I am going to interrogate her. <laughs> We're going to be discussing some interesting things, guys. It's going to get real juicy, real juicy. OK, so make sure you tune in for that episode. Also, please go into the Buckle Up hotline. Uh, the phone number is in the description below. Or if you don't want to have your voicemail played on the air, on the air, if you don't want to have your voicemail played on the episode, just email me. So many of you email me. Email me in at the Buckle Up Hotline and what I need to buckle up about, what's going on with you. Let me know. I need to know. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And just, you know, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And that gives you a lot of wiggle room. Okay, love you. Bye.